This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is The Horror Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunzada. I'm your gracious host, and alongside me, Mr. Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? Good. Excellent. Alongside him, Mr. Andrew Hawkins. Same. Here again. Special guest. Again. It's been Very good. special guest. Very special returning guest. Yeah. And special thanks. Love being on. Love having fun. And uh, today, uh, we have a very special event um, we'll be talking about a seminal film from the uh, <laughs> late 80s. Seminal from the House series. Uh, the amazingly beloved and easy to find The Horror Show. Starring Breon James and Lanke <laughs> Henriksen. Now if you don't know what the movie Microscope is, it's a, it's a program in which we zoom in. We, we, we completely hurl past all of the large, famous moments yeah. of the horror show and uh, get right in there to those little moments that make a break. So if we were talking about Cookie, we would not talk about the scene where horseback... Period. <laughs> What's we, Cookie? Peter Falk. And a hooker. Is it? Okay. Um... Which, Sold. Is, which is a big moment. Um, we were talking about the little moments, the ones that really kind of sing to your tits and heart. Yeah. Yeah. Make you glad to be a sailor. <laughs> Make you happy to be a round. <laughs> a round or a round? <laughs> Both. Um, so if you could summarize, Justin. Well, Andrew came bearing gifts. <whistles> he I brought did. this one. I did. He brought Should this I? one with. He brought two. Well, he, he brought a copy as a gift. Literal gift for you, Nick. Well, it's be, we had mentioned the horror show on the podcast before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I I said it was hard to find. And apparently, it was super easy to find. I think, I think it was during your guys' uh, Southern Comfort episode because Brian, Brian James. James is de-armed in that. So this is the third twisteroo, third Lance Henriksen, second Brian James, right on the movie podcast. Yeah, that's if it's, we do it in chronological if, order. If you keep in track, yes, trend is happening. So who's going to win out in the end? Uh, maybe uh, maybe some tango and cash in the future. Well, the thing is, is Brian James is no longer with us. No, I know. But Lance he was Hendrickson a- is still <laughs> delivering powerful work. But Brian James wasn't. He wasn't a lot of films before he passed. He now, was. Enemy I, Mine. So I remember you Cabin brought Boy. this movie 
uh, as a gift to Nick, and then a fight broke out. <laughs> yeah. And Nick tried to throw you out of his house. <laughs> Get out! Um, I thought you said it was a gift. <laughs> Not a pile of fucking shit. So I'll tell you a little bit about my notes fence. that I took for this movie. I wrote the words, the horror show. And that's, that's where a, I stopped. That's all the notes you took? Yeah. I took notes. Um, um, no, this, this, by the way, we, we should talk a little bit about how we watch this. I, we did. But you can, actually, you can actually watch this this one, if you want to, on Vudu for free. That. They actually, if you watch with ads, you can watch it for free. Which we we thought we couldn't find it. Like I, Nick, it wasn't right. on iTunes. Not on Amazon Video uh, or Amazon Prime or. But it's not actually on Hulu. it's actually Vudu did a service. <laughs> they said we'll, we'll show it for free. Just watch some ads. I found out about some other streaming service it. last night. And the and ads, I, the ads are for watching the horror show on Vudu, which is very strange. <laughs> it's all the Scream Factory trailer, just every break. I uh, I, I downloaded Tubi TV Tubi. Yeah, two, it's also on there. I delete. I, I didn't delete it. I what downloaded it? it yesterday. What is it? It's another platform. Yeah, right? you can watch it for free on there. It must be ads too. Because uh, the Masters of Horror show is on there. I, I watched. I started to watch that, and instantly turned it off and went to sleep. <laughs> uh, do you have to? Is what's the what? Why is what's the deal with that? Do you have to watch ads or something? I didn't have to watch shit. Okay. Yeah. So the mm. the cast here: Lance Hendrickson, Brian James, who we talked about, Rita Taggart. Do you know her? Yeah, she was uh, what sitcom stuff? Cause wasn't she big friends with the director who got fired? Yeah, yeah, she was one who they interviewed in their nineties, and uh, she <laughs> she was in Beverly Hills Cop. Didn't one know. The, no, one of the wasn't one of the people named Taggart. I might be right. John Ashton, Dee Dee Pfeiffer. That's her That's second right. appearance on the show. Yep, we love Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Doubled. Doubled and, in this, uh, maybe. Aaron Eisenberg that was the fucking, brother. The kid sucked every cock. <laughs> yeah, Louis Arquette, Lawrence Turney in this. Yes, so they, they Lawrence Turney. What a funny moment that was when he showed up on the screen. We were not expecting to see him act the living daylights out of that scene. So good, yeah. but that that isn't really the plot of the film. What is the plot of the film, Justin? I, I you know, is there? <laughs> so the plot That's is a good start. So the plot is. <laughs> Lance Henriksen has been chasing down a killer. Had a run-in with this horrible killer by the name of that is Max. J- you will never forget Max Jenke. Yes, Max, Max Jenke, played by Brian James. That was a selling point. It was if if Freddie spooked you and Jason goofed you. Get ready for Max. So what? In, in his weapon, not of choice. even the scariest Max in in that in a three year span <laughs> so, between him and Headroom, Max Katie. <laughs> so what, Matt Frewer? So what? Um, what's his? What's his? How does? What's his weapon that he wields? Like, what's the weapon he wields? His Tight face. shorts. His calling card. <laughs> his his laugh. <laughs> That's a big it's, part of his. Yeah. No, he's, he's a cleaver killer. Yes, he's a. He shows up and and cleaves you. And he, and he kills people Twain. very brutally. Takes and a shit on your chest. So Lance <laughs> Hendrickson is the one that uh, captures him, um, I guess. And then he's about to be put to death. He's And he is put to death. He's electrocuted. But that's not going to stop Max Jenke, right? Nothing so can stop Max Jenke. comes Jenkie. back yep. to wreak havoc on Hendrickson's already fucked up life. He's, he's gone beyond the material plane. Yeah. And so that's the plot, the right? Science. Yeah, he he's well. It's also a you know 
Lance Henriksen's been through all this, and Janky tried to get up and get after him while he was being electrocuted. Right. And then there's a huge, huge thread going through this is Lance Henriksen is Lucas, the the name of his character, mm-hmm. going crazy? Is he a PTSD? He does is have he, he does have PTSD from the hallucinating, very, and he, he appears to be hallucinating uh, certain things about the crimes. He sees them in sleep. He sees them. He hallucinates things uh, during the day. The problem is there's also a spiritual bad guy that's trying to kill him. So he's hallucinating and he's right in a weird way. He's also got a case of USD. Why? <laughs> he's got something on. Uh, he's got the PSP at home. He listens P2P. to things. He's got UMD Media. What are you talking about? He's talking about some PTSD. other acronyms that Lance is suffering from. He, uh, so the movie kicks off where he is. He wakes up. Uh, he wakes up. Uh, he wakes up spooked. This is the start of the movie. Like, he just this wakes is the up. Very beginning is he There's wakes no up. There's no dream that they show. He is this, wakes and we see up. his chest instantly, don't we? And right he's, away. He's he's uh, waking up naked. A lot of shirtless Lance in this movie. Banana hammock. Walks around the house. Rolling the bed. It's about a ten minute scene. He walks around the house, checking on his kids, looking weird. Walks and, around the house three. Uh, and then he pulls his gun at one point because he thinks he hears something and then I think it dovetails into um, uh, the sequence where he was a killer flashback yeah he goes downstairs looks at the boiler which winds up playing a huge role in this movie and too then, huge. And then I think he, I think then he is actually dreaming because remember he wakes up from the hallucination in his bed and then strangling his uh Strangling, his wife starts strangling his wife because she, she turns into his wife turns into Max Jenke well, and then he little, wakes up for real. So I don't. It's a very strange beginning to this movie. That's the first thing that connects this to a lot of Stallone stuff because there is a, a lot of playing up on Stallone tropes in this movie, especially with how Brian James is acting. But it's that uh, it's that Nighthawks. Oh yeah, because Brian James at one point said, at the very beginning is in uh, drag, I guess. Or he's in. Uh, he's wearing he's wearing his wife's nighty and a wig and a wig, and that's what happens in Nighthawks. You're right. Yeah. So anyway, how do you think that kicked off? It's weird. And then it goes it's to great. the execution scene. How do you think that? What do you think about that? It's weird. And then it goes to <laughs> uh, the son listening to music on a Walkman. What do you think of that? Super weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, let me zoom in. Uh, Lance was strutting around Hollywood for a decade after this movie got made. Like a fucking peacock. Just pride. They said he had like the glow of a pregnant woman. Because he is just, he was so blown away that an executive in Hollywood felt it was sufficient and within the realm of belief that even a fragment of his cum could make D.D. Pfeiffer. Sean Cunningham. He was walking around <laughs> boasting to strangers at coffee shops. You would not believe who they cast as someone who came partially out of me. Dee Dee fucking Michelle's sister Pfeiffer is my dick product. He didn't even care that they made the movie. Blown away. Neither did the world. <laughs> Blown away. <laughs> it's a lot in common with everybody else. He said there is a, there is a downside. That, that they show, showed her a picture with the kid they got to play the son. <laughs> <laughs> to, play, to, play, to, play, to 
play to them. <laughs> he looks like Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, early yeah, early yeah, go-go's Belinda Dee, Carlisle. Dee, Dee Pfeiffer played two roles in this movie, by the way. She also played the milkman, <laughs> who obviously had an affair with the mom. <laughs> Do you remember watching Aliens? Do you remember watching Aliens and, and, and Lance Henriksen, isn't it? And you're like, man, that... The makeup job, like they really make him look like an android. It's incredible the lines they put in his face, and then you saw another movie with him, and you're like, "Fuck, that's just his face. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he looks like." Yeah. Um, his, he looks like Vision. Like he's got Vision's lines. He's got, <laughs> he's got an incredible, incredible lines in his face. I cannot mm-hmm. say the same thing about me, you know, ever. He's a featured gaunt he gentleman. Just, He's got pumpkin head, near dark. Did he get like plastic surgery to put like weirdness on him? Can I can I just <laughs> sunk all of my in? <laughs> just sink it all. It's probably just thin. I don't recognize it's just it. Just so intense. He really is. I love yeah. him so much. I, the funny thing is, he, he's he's the sweetest guy. He's great. But he's, he was a dick that whole decade. <laughs> Strutting around. Cast Cast Diddy Pfeiffer as his kid. It's way better than Pumpkinhead. He always puts himself like that's the thing is he's an actor that really lives the, the part of an actor. Like so he mm-hmm. really he really puts himself into his roles. Like he he comes up with extra stuff to make him uh, feel these parts. You know. Sure. But what did he do for this? <laughs> <laughs> Gave himself trauma. I just, just you, you wonder like he got a fire pit and just shouted at it at night. He's like, <laughs> he, I mean, it's like worth it for some of the stuff. Like for we talking about Quick and the Dead. Like he he really put oh, like yeah. a lot of nice characteristics into the to yeah. the, the that character. But for this, like, was it worth it? That's what I'm wondering. Like whatever he put himself through, absolutely. Not this, a this great thing's a lost gem. This, this movie's so good and it's got such good energy. It's it's a blast. Justin, how much do you agree? <laughs> I, I I'm like look. It was fun to watch. I have to say that it's it's it it has it definitely has some fun stuff in it for mm-hmm. sure. And, and you know Hendrickson like he's the lead. He doesn't get to be the lead. He always is usually mm-hmm. the bad guy. I mean he gets to be the lead. He's either the the bad guy stuff. or the weird weird thing. I mean, he was in he was in Millennium like he was yeah. the lead. But he you know he's he gets to be the lead, but not always. And he usually is the heavy or the bad guy and and uh, or a really interesting supporting role. So he like, played he plays a sideliner or half a robot. Yeah. Plays a Terminator. He, he plays he's a, in there. He, he plays the lead strange. He's like he's like like when Nicolas Cage plays the lead, he, he he's always strange. It's yeah. Hendrickson as well. You know, it's like well, on they, this one, it's like he he got cast for it, and his entire go-to this whole thing is "God damn it!" Yeah, for ninety minutes. Uh, there's a his his little tantrums against inanimate objects in this. It's so fun. He yells at he yells at the furnace. He yells at the furnace. He kicks like a light bulb or punches he, a light bulb. Yeah, he punches a light bulb. Kicks hanging. like a fucking shoe. I mean, he does the stupidest shit. Walking yeah. around, all pissed off. It's so fun. In the in a, a Christmas story, the dad yells at a furnace, and in this. That happens too. There's, well, there's a, we really there's get a short to see supply it. of like yelling at furnace movies, and <laughs> this is a proud member of that club. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> a shouting match with fire. Was there ever? A, did any of the parents that with the bereaved parents ever yell at the furnace in in the Nightmare on Elm Street movie? So, what's your first note, Justin? <laughs> I'm just asking a question. Did <laughs> you answer it? Maybe, maybe somebody in uh, Dream Master uh, or Dream Child. My first note is bare-chested best. <laughs> In parentheses, I put LH so I wouldn't forget <laughs> who it was. What's your 
My first note was the horror show. <laughs> what was your last? The horror show. Um, and I also put waking up weird house tour. Um. Uh, okay, so then. Oh, okay, so talk about your favorite. F- There's a pretty big moment in this film that you love. Do we should we talk about the, the dinner sequence? Yeah. Should we talk about this? Sure. Oh, it's good. Well, first, uh, first we have to say that Max Jenke has. He, there's like a Freddy Krueger slash horse pin, horse pinker thing that he does, where yeah, he's very much he an electricity in and out of reality. He's a manipulate manipulates your dreams. Yeah, he fucks around with gives you nightmares. So horse pinker is from Shocker, Wes Craven Shocker. Also mm-hmm. a killer that gets electrocuted and comes back. So Mitch Pileggi. What in Shocker? What happens when he gets electrocuted? Does something go awry as well? He just turns into a ghost. I think uh, they have to fry him two or three times, but he doesn't get up and try to walk across the room. So the same kind of thing happens. They, they, Very similar. It doesn't work, and the lights go weird And well, at first, yeah. Hor- Horace Pinker's gag, his, his shtick is that he can only pass between electric objects, right. like TVs. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I've, yeah. Seen, I've seen it quite a bit. Yeah. But here there's no rules. Remember. Yeah, he jump, and he jumps bodies in that movie. This one... Well, actually, uh, the rules with uh, Max Jenkins is you can only bounce into turkeys. <laughs> well, that's a hallucination. Oh, damn it! <laughs> so, so he uh, the in the the in the in the execution scene, they they juice him. I think that's the right term. He doesn't die, and then they really juice him. And then he, he and throws then he, in some catchphrases and shit. He f- I'm, I'm going to tear your world apart, really uh, pinhead stuff. Hey, you're trying to throw that into. His skin starts bubbling. He starts you know. to catch fire, screaming, but he's walking toward Hendrickson, who who doesn't really react. Why is Hendr- Hendrickson shirtless in that scene? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do want to mention that tie tack. I love it so much. Oh, the handcuffs? The handcuffs tie tack that you pointed out. I'd never noticed it, but right there, it's just one handcuff holding his tie to his shirt, and then the other one's just dangling, ready for it's a adorable. little arm. It's adorable. Just in case you forgot he was a cop. <laughs> who is... It's a bystander. Who is on suspension. That's oh, right. Hey. That's right. So... Gets to take a little week in Barbados. So there's a there's a scene before this. this is, so what happened was they to, to kind of paint the picture of who this guy is, and we talked a little bit about this, who this killer is. They show a sequence when Lance and his partner oh arrive at a diner that this guy is, uh, this killer is wreaking Jesus havoc in. Christ. It's like an electricity plant that has a full-service restaurant kitchen. Right. So they split up, of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? And um, the guy's scared shitless. His partner is really having a panic attack because he of the dark and murder. I think are his two fear motives. And so he. He uh, Hendrickson goes in, surveys the damage. There's dead cops and there's dead people in there. There's people's heads are in the fryer. It's a pretty yeah. bad scene. And then he finds his his partner, who <laughs> is arms ripped off, who is armless and has uh, hanging like, from a chain, hanging from a chain. Yeah, and his in last a boiler wor- room. His last words are, <laughs> "I did the best I could." <laughs> and then Hendrickson says. No, nope. your best was not good enough. <laughs> and just starts clapping. That's his best. I did the best I could. What did he do? He lost both his arms. Get his arms chopped <laughs> off. He said. We don't even and know he looked leg. down as if to say, "I kept the legs." <laughs> <laughs> they replaced him with mechanical legs. It's good to have a cop that's afraid of dangerous people in the dark. <laughs> it just seems like it's so funny to have a 
is. Well, I mean, probably the wrong business. To be fair, he probably read the script. The big, the the sad thing was they had they had their own signature handshake. He said, he said, never able to do it again. Nope. The the actor looked at the script and said, ten minutes of Henriksen walking around, you reappear with less. (laughs) He said, tell you what, we'll throw you a bone. You come up with your line of dialogue. He's like, I've never written in my life. No sweat. I did my best. He did. Oh. So anyway, um, he died. That there's like an innocence about this film in a way because. Oh, you don't want to talk about the kid death? The one that really oh, sends yeah, okay, Lance yeah, over yeah, the edge? Yeah, yeah, So that's, yeah, that's the... Because that's what, that's what really establishes the, the depths to which oh, Max I do Janky want to talk about will the go. Kid death. Yeah. I was just saving it for, like, desserts. Oh, there's you know there's multiple. This is, oh, please. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of a fake-out, because it turns into the nightmare, but then later on you realize, oh, that happened. She did die, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you go ahead and talk about it. So there's very very much a Freddy Krueger girl in this, like the one two Freddy's coming for you yeah, yeah, yeah. type of blonde innocent kid. Can I make a suggestion of the nursery rhyme? Uh, kid death, kid death, kid death, kid death, kid death, kid death, kid janky. death. <laughs> so, Janky, he's <laughs> he's got this girl in this electricity plant boiler room, just holding her. Right. Tells Lance to drop his gun. Mm-hmm. And it works out great, yeah. Because he's got a he's got a butcher uh, knife to her throat. Uh, That's right. He's got that huge cleaver. Meat to her throat. I know it's hard to remember. Meat cleaver. The, the I can't remember. Yeah, giant giant meat cleaver. Yeah, to her throat. Yeah. So Lance drops the gun. Instead of shooting him, he decides to drop the gun. Which makes perfect. Sense. That works all the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. And then Janky just swipe. Head comes right off. Throws it straight at Lance. Uh-huh. And then she's got she's got a weird look on her face. Yeah. She talks to him. Opens her eyes. Has a little scream. Then he wakes up strangling his wife. Who yeah. turns out to be janky. That's she has a similar look to um, the girl from Assault on Precinct, Thir- Precinct Thirteen that gets uh, killed. Remember that and the whole ice cream? I don't oh, the, the vanilla I, twist. I don't Kim, remember. Kim, Fuck Kim, all. Somebody Kim. Yeah, it's great It'll scene. She, she complains that she wants a different ice cream cone and gets a blast from the guy who plays uh, Ramiro in Escape from New York. It's the same actor. What is with the big hair? What is her name? Kim. Come on, guys. You're talking about the remake, though, aren't you? No. Damn it. Kim Greist, the, the cute Who? one. Kim Greist, no. Manhunter, Chud. No, 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 no. The girl with the with like the fake the curly hair in that teen movie. Kim Field, not Kim Fields, but that's that's two D. You're talking. I'm talking about Kim, the, the Escape from Witch Mountain woman. Mm. Kim. Oh, Kim Darby. No, Kim Darby is in True, True Kim, Grit. Kim Darby O'Gill. Come on, Kim. Also, kind of looks a little bit like uh, Carol Ann and uh, right. Poltergeist. You're right. That's that's a good kind call. Of that, yeah. That sort of thing going. She's relating. She's related to the Hilton. Hilton's too. So, so Brian James decapitates somebody. a kid, and that's the first death. Yeah, for, other than, oh, oh, armless, scared of dark. Oh yeah, because everybody else is already dead. Is that what you're saying? The first person, Kim Richards. Kim Richards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank first you. time. First time we see Janky actually cleave up somebody. Right. Yeah. So um, we know. We know just how bad it can get with this guy yeah and that's what I'm saying there's like a little bit of I was making this point before I guess but there's like Mm. a little bit of an innocence to this movie and there's like a time where they would just have like this character that was just not one openly not one moment of innocence but just openly kill you know it's just like he's a killer and he just he's got a everybody fears his meat cleaver and he just kills people (laughs) at random and and he's so successful he's like a serial killer that just chops up wherever he wants he just walks in willy-nilly he doesn't care and he and also just, he also lives in a hotel apartment 
Right, but there, and then he, so then he day. knew he was going to get caught. So, and then he had set up a, a practiced electric chair in it, to like get good at being electrocuted. Do you <laughs> like, remember? Like you do. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so so he could survive to be a spirit, like to be a materializing ghost. I don't really understand, but that's what he's doing. He he planned this all out. Thing is, it works. But he's got it a does. confidence. He had it nailed. He nailed it. <laughs> he did nail it. <laughs> it totally pra- worked. His practice electrocution well, paid off. My thing is that Hendrickson, like, you go in, he's looking at this guy's apartment, like he's never been in it before. They obviously investigated this guy, but no no caution tape, no nothing. But he goes in to kind of to kind of look around, and there's an electric chair in there. And he doesn't. There's a whole like computer, like a, a, some kind of electricity machine, whatever, yeah. rigged yeah. up to this chair. He sits in it. Some like, some huge voltage yeah. stack. There's a there's another the person side. in there that has to tell him that. I think he might be. He might have been practicing getting electrocuted. And Henry didn't occur to <laughs> Henriksen. It's funny is the landlord shows up during that scene. He's like, "Oh, I thought you were the volt of electricity that pays me every month." <laughs> The landlord walks how in and he's Jenky like, well, they for all that juice. Jenky is not getting his security deposit back because <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, this is this is one of those movies that tried to set up the next big guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It's tried to and set up the next rock it. star it, killer. It thought <laughs> horror it tried, icon. It it, it did. It, and you said you're talking about the trailer before. It did try to sell it mm-hmm. like he was going to be this join the pantheon of uh, incredible that's, movie killers and that's what it was in the trailer if freddie made you howl and jason made you scream right get ready for janky right they couldn't they didn't <laughs> give him a good name get ready for max and they didn't give him a good premise like his you know what i'm saying like his his original premise was just walked into a diner and chopped people up and then he called <laughs> janky max janky like a first name what does he do? Like, does he fucking just whirlwind like through people? No, he turns. He joins a tur- turkey. He, he he joins a turkey and yells at you. That's Max. his. That's his finishing move. Max. Well, he kills your daughter's boyfriend. Max, Jason, Michael, Chucky, Max, Janky, <laughs> Max, Tom Noonan. Might as well give him a middle name. Soft water. <laughs> Not even Max the Chopper, Janky Hatchet, yeah, Janky versus yeah, they, Hatchet. They didn't call him anything. They didn't get a nickname. This Max Janky. Oh anyway, yeah. Okay. So let's get to this dinner scene. That was very. Is it a dinner scene or they have a lunch? It's lunch. It is. It is that's, middle that's of the fucking goddamn weirdest thing day about lunch. the movie. <laughs> it's a fucking weird. It's a big lunch. So they make a. And you said that it wasn't Thanksgiving? It's just like a nice turkey that's, dinner? That's what the fucking kid says, because the kid's always the, the one who's ripping off the world. Oh, that's we'll get to that. Let's yeah. just talk about this dinner first. So, oh, that talking- was that movie? <laughs> that This is that movie with that subplot? Yes. Jesus yes. fucking Christ. It mystifies me. I, we'll get to that, because that's incredible. That's he's, he's constantly talking shit to that's his mom. That's a plot line from a National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> that's, a zo- that's, a, that's a deep zoom for this. So we we got to hold off on that. So, so they all walk in. For lunch at eleven o'clock in the morning. Okay, what is this Thanksgiving? Jeez, the sun ma. Says, the sun says that, that's yeah. the line. Is there's a full goddamn roasted turkey dinner? And he didn't he say something like his mom knows how much you like Thanksgiving? Isn't it something that he's like? Mom went on a pilgrimage to the grocery store. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. Um, there's not j- Thanksgiving j- janky for lunch again. <laughs> so. Henriksen, of course, being the patriarch, right? He has to carve the turkey. That's his role in society. Mm-hmm. He stand away, stand away, everybody else. Dad's cutting the turkey up, but what does he see when he goes to do it? Brian James. 
yeah. they uh, they made a Brian James turkey puppet. What his it's, head his head is in his head is and what does he say? He says his you line. bastard. <laughs> and it, not, Hendrickson was confused because like he he fucked up because uh the director yelled cut and he started to cut into it. He's like, not the prop, not the prop, cut, cut the scene. He's like, Hendrickson keeps going. And He's meanwhile, like, Brian James is in the turkey bleeding. <laughs> cut! I did what you said. That's small. <laughs> Um, it's it's like the it's like the I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. It's like they say yeah. that well, Freddy Krueger would like put himself into a phone or into a like a dickhead or something. But you know, you're <laughs> in a turkey. Gag. It's like could, could you be in a a more dumb fucking place? <laughs> they uh, he winds up on TV. He's telling jokes. They shut down production on this movie. They zoom in mm. uh, <laughs> where the studio came in and they shut down production because they bought four turkeys. They're only supposed to buy three. <laughs> Blew the budget out. Yes. <laughs> The original draft, it was edamame, and they just had a bunch of little Brian Jameses coming out of it, and they could not have figured it out. Edamame again? What is this, fucking Thanksgiving? (laughs) Henriksen wasn't cutting this fucking movie. Speaking of a turkey, come on, guys. And didn't he write his own dialogue? Did I hear that he, from one of you? He heard, he wrote his own dialogue in the other uh, Hendrickson movie we watched. Right, but he didn't right. touch this beautiful work. <laughs> no, this, this <laughs> was all... his masterpiece. This is all all <laughs> dedicated <laughs> scripting by Alan Smithy and friend. Um, so there's a Brian James turkey puppet, and he says stuff. <laughs> and then Hendrickson stabs the turkey real hard. And then his family's bewildered because yeah. they don't yeah. see... They Brian don't James. see Brian James. <laughs> they think it's a normal turkey. Not the only time that happens. That's a recurring theme. Every time he sees Janky, he's got a, he's got a attack. He's attack. And, well, lo- and he looks like an asshole in front of his family. So his family's right. like, "Why you? You know what?" And then they have their meal, and then they go retire. His con- but TV. his excuse is perfect. What? I don't like turkey, right? He says something like, "I don't even like turkey" or something like that. Oh man, you know I don't like turkey. Just stabs the shit out of it. When did you change your mind? The wife says. What did, I thought it was your favorite. That's why we're having this. Um, oh, that's right. That's uh, something I wrote down too. That was a real quick line talking about Janky's background before we see him. Apparently, his his claim was he'd killed up to 110 people mm-hmm. with a cleaver. Yeah, so that's why they had to had to get him. Under, they were if there was only kids, 60 people, they would have just let him run. run, run it's, a su- right. it's a successful run. I mean, he just goes into places and chops them up. He yeah. had a good week. Yeah. yeah. Week. He, he swings like a bass, man. He's, 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 he cuts people efficiently. And he's, He cuts the shit out of some people in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of it. And uh, so then they retired after the turkey dinner. They retired to the TV, which is what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. So what does yeah. he see on the TV? So it's... it's this is Hendrickson watching TV with his family. It's kind of a Freddy thing when Freddy got really uh, jokey and yeah. meta and all that kind of stuff. It, it's almost like a Dream Warriors kind yeah. of bit. You know, so it's Brian James on TV wearing a, a purple sparkling suit. Yeah, he's like a game show host. He's kind of yeah. telling some Rodney Dangerfield jokes. Yeah. And Wait. then there's a guy in the background doing a ho 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 sort of thing. Yeah, he's doing stand-up comedy and he's telling these these gross, like kind of like killer jokes. Like, you know, all the punchlines are like someone's murdered. Yeah. But, but then one, he then yeah. he fits one in that's like then they run out and he says something like, uh, 
Uh, my wife likes to talk after sex. Last week she called me from Vegas. Remember, that's like that's great. one of his jokes. Yeah. That is, it's it lands. It's it, a good one. It that crushes. gets a good laugh. Um, so then Hendrickson shoots the TV. <laughs> of course. While everyone's in slow mo laughing at all of Jenky's jokes. Oh, and the mom, yeah. the mom, the kid dives under mom. She and shields the kids. He pulls his gun out. And she shields the kids and he shoots the TV. Um, and he goes, he says, uh, I don't even like turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a scene where he's planting a gun on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's a problem. Uh, Okay, so that's we're getting there. That's about we've covered about the first fifteen minutes. Of you kind of yeah, no, yeah. I don't know. Getting it. Well, then there's the whole sideline plot of the guy from uh, Deep Star Six and Prince of Darkness who comes in playing that's, almost that's, like a that's not good Jeffrey Combs character out of that guy Frighteners. Sucks. Who the guy who's the, uh, going and the, investigating the guy with the him? Bad at the bad drawn-on beard who gets killed. He, he talks to Lance about why Janky is now in the spirit Remember world. Remember he's in the morgue and then he's in the apartment? I got to do some readings on these dead bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dog well, shit person. He's like the scientist or something. He's like a... He's, he's a ridiculous... He's there to warn he's everybody. A, he has a theory. He knows... He's right. It works he, out well for him. He knows what Max, Max Janky is up to. Yep. And he tries to warn people. He's like, see, I got this PowerPoint about him manifesting into turkeys. So, <laughs> if you have time... This is how long you need to cook the turkey before Brian James gets in there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then there's a there's a boyfriend in the basement. To he's, he's hiding in the basement to hook up with Dee Dee Pfeiffer. He gets killed for his troubles by very, Brian James. Brutal. Very much an the only character's motivation you understand. So yeah. then, so then for a lot of the movie, Lance, <laughs> they find this guy's body later, and his, he's under investigation. For they the think it's him. This guy, because they people have heard him yelling. Which leads to the best scene in the movie. Oh God! The interrogation scene. Yes, the interrogation scene is amazing. You were doing an impersonation of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he says weird shit. He says, uh, "What does he say?" Like he Please. says a very strange thing about something about a long penis or something. <laughs> well, he said the old stones of the long penis or something. He he. This guy's like you he, found out he was slipping the stones to your daughter. That's what he, he says. He talked back to you, didn't he? <laughs> that's what he says. So he he's, slipping the fuck stone. me. Fuck me! Yeah, so I gotta he, go back to the precinct and take it up the ass. Just so he, yeah, going he, on. He takes it. Yeah, he went. He goes. And this guy works in Disney voiceovers. But yeah, he goes. <laughs> he goes. Yeah, he goes into a lot of weird. Like he he interrogates Lance because they figured that Lance killed this boyfriend, and they're trying to figure out why. Mm-hmm. And he was. They figured that he was mad that this kid went over to sleep with his daughter. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and so they're trying to say get motivation. They 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 heard him yelling. The family heard him yelling in the mm-hmm. basement. They don't even bring up the shot TV or the stab turkey or, or the fact that he was shouting at the furnace. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, they heard that. So then, yeah, he says that, that's what he says. That weird line that I, I wrote that down too. Like, you thought he was slipping the stones to your daughter. It's like an extraterrestrial landed on Earth <laughs> and was trying to fit in, talking about sex. <laughs> Slipping the stone. I'm just trying to remember. I'm trying to think. Is he is he talking about like testicles or like is he talking about like the Rolling Stones? You know, like it's like no, he's trying we're, to give her a 45. Is he talking it's about Shannara? Emptying his nuts. Huh? <laughs> emptying his nuts is what he's talking about. I don't know if he is talking he's about slipping, that. Going, he's slipping the stone. Going deep star sixing in there. Yeah, he's like. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you go in there and roll for wandering monsters and your girl, <laughs> fucking. 
I'm gonna put a beard on it. That's right. That was <laughs> you. You were saying right. <laughs> yeah, you're stabbed the crucifix. No, he's, he's like he, he, well, Danzig. You're <laughs> mad because he's he's trying to. I don't know what I said. It's not funny anymore. But it was uh, something about putting a beard on it. Yeah, no, yeah. it was like you, your your daughter's vagina is a. You knew she was a bald. He was trying to Santa put a beard on it. Like that, but he, <laughs> he's trying to pin a, Santa's beard on her with his penis. That's exactly it. As I say it, I'm I feel shame. <laughs> But uh, he is talking, and Nick is right. He's talking like he's never spoken or done an interrogation before. This is his big chance, and he's he's blowing it. Let's let's talk about the the best in the room. Oh God! The, the guy that says nothing. He he grabs the tape recorder. Yeah, the and interrog- walks out. Interrogation scene is maybe my favorite moment. I, I love Lance's re- response when he looks over and talks to Arquette and just says, "Get this sweaty piece of shit out of my face." <laughs> yeah, so good. And then they take the guy that's doing the interrogation out. Yeah, but but then there's a there's a fun little follow up when uh, another interrogator oh, walks God, in. That's awful. Oh, I love it. Brian, that, oh, that, Brian that accent in the worst, oh, that the accent. worst fake. Yeah. So they they try to make. <laughs> so uh, I gotta try to just that kind of you know what Brian James is doing, but it, it's this is like his the same ridiculous. And he's, yeah. doing, he's doing he's doing an <laughs> accent. He is doing an accent, right? Yeah. He is. He's playing like a mousey. Like they keep. It's almost kind of British or like sort of something. I was blown away when it turned out to be Brian James. When he when he takes (laughs) off the fedora, (laughs) you recognize him. He told you I'd be back. Who's this rat face guy walking in the room? Oh, it's just still Brian James. (laughs) All right, so let's get. So one of the subplots of this movie is. Yeah, they do film last guys. uh, Is the son? What's a tortoise? The Henriksen's son. Uh, has a Nestle Nestle Quick scam going on, and he has boxes of Nestle Quick arriving to his house uh, because he, had, I don't called a complaint line. He's and running lied the fast one, stuff. yeah. He, well, the complaint was he found a rat in a thing in Nestle Quick. I don't think he hair. found a rat. Probably yeah. a rat poo or something like that. He, he found it. He found a janky. Found the bass player from Rat in my drink. <laughs> he opened up a box of Nestle Quick strawberry, and it was. It was Brian James' face. Uh, so, yeah, so th- there's this he whole subplot like about this kid running the fast one on corporations. Yeah. And then his mom says to him, I just wish you wouldn't rip off the entire world. That's what she says. Mom, to mom and fucking went to DEFCON 12 <laughs> instantly. <laughs> and they cut. They cut to the next scene. Um, but, yeah, that's, there's, so there's, there's a little bit of a Ripping off the world or robbing the world? He says rip ripping, off. Off. ripping off. The yeah, world, ripping yeah. off. I wish you wouldn't rip off the entire world. Mm. Cut. But, uh, um, then the then the follow up that eye. You know what? That she you see that when she eye. secretly high fives him mm, when that Massengill truck pulls up. No, and her breath smells like <laughs> Nestle Quick. That whole movie, she's enjoying the spoils. <laughs> well, that's the that's the whole uh, punchline of the movie is the uh, chili van that shows up because it very connects end. it. Yeah, yeah, right to the beginning. All it's back. almost like a little Joker of Boris because he called in and said, "Hey, your Texas chili made me shit all over town." And someone like, drove up from uh, the Alamo. The director's like, remember the, the weird joke that didn't work? Let's cap the movie with it. <laughs> Let's finish send it off. everybody off happy. Freeze frame, smiling family. Um, they were going to do a lot more with that. It reminded me a little bit with, uh, 
Uh, do you remember Real Genius? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laszlo Holyfield. Laszlo oh, yeah. Holyfield. That was in the closet. Uh, in the clo- live in the closet, and he would always yeah. like win all these contests. Like he figured mm-hmm. out how to win contests and win all shit, like sort sorts of stuff like that. Well, he drives off at the end of the movie in the RV and a little bit all's of, happy. I think John Grise. That's right, John Grise. Love him. Yeah, John Grise at the end. <laughs> 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 Love it. <laughs> yeah. Coscarelli. Um, That's it. Uh, let me see. Let me. Oh, okay. This is a big moment for me in this film. Lance Henriksen is working. Remember, he's working on the boiler downstairs, and he comes up and he has his sleeves rolled up, and he's like uh, sweaty, and he's got. Oh my god. He's got a you know, performance. Like, yeah, he's got like uh, soot all over him, and then on his arm, he's wearing his watch on his uh, bicep, <laughs> like a- above his forearm. Yeah, it's on his bicep. Yeah, and it is never explained. <laughs> he said it's high time we talked about this shit. <laughs> it is such a strange choice. I wonder if it's something that Hendrickson just like I'm gonna go for it, and the director was like I don't know how to say no I can't say no because I don't know what it is like how do you say no to something that you don't recognize as a human Lance is like who who are you no- saying what a wrist is and, got, and the director's got a medical journal out he's like it's pretty black and white and it's like my wrist is up here fuck you <laughs> he's like, like, that scene he is so peppy in that scene it's like Lance he's refreshed it must have been the first shot of the day he's like he has this might be the first day of shooting he's watch. like man I'm, in, I'm on a good movie we're gonna watch it <laughs> Bicep. It's a good way to Bicep. start production. It's like uh, on horror director's show. like cut. Hey Lance, um, what? And he's like, look, something that we used to do when I was growing up. Something my dad did. Something my grandfather did. Um, it's just gonna, I'd like to carry the tradition. I like to see how many people imitate this. Does it ever catch on? Well, he's like, uh, uh, you got to cut. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to get this wedding band off my dick. <laughs> <laughs> These choices ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> His decisions are bad. You take this fishing pole out of me. Uh, <laughs> even if you're like, remember how high like Gary Oldman was in Dracula? Like he was so drunk or high. I think a drunk. Yeah. And then, uh, Dracula, that it was like they, they had to like help him sometimes move, but then he would turn in these amazing takes, mm-hmm. and then and then he would like fall over. And I wonder, it was you're just stumbling and yelling about Coppola. If uh, son of a bitch, Hendrickson was like got so drunk on this movie that he was putting the watches on this watch on different parts of his body but it's like and the, the director's like you know what that's fucking weird but he's just so fucking on he's so good in this I just gotta let it slide but let the man do his magic that was a weird decision <laughs> in, a, in a movie that is otherwise tame in a movie where completely a turkey gains Brian James's face <laughs> And that's the not the weirdest thing about the movie. Should we, should we talk about the the Belly James, the Dee Dee Pfeiffer in bed? Sure. Him talking to him because yeah. that happens. Because he manifests in her in her in her tum. That's right. So well, the, he starts taking out the family. Yep. That's sort that's of. him coming back. I wish I, I wish they had more balls and they actually did that because the, the, they if they'd kept all that the stuff. The kid's ear explodes and he's dead, and then Dee Dee yeah. Pfeiffer gives birth to Brian James, which through her belly button. Yeah. Or or is or is it an extra birth? What was the cut? Because there was a ton of stuff. 
that was cut out of was it an X-rated or an NC-17? Well, the only thing I read was in the when her boyfriend died, they they he cuts him in half or something. So they they cut that out. They don't. Okay. Have. And uh, there's a couple things. Um, there's a couple like, of scenes where he's wearing a watch above his fucking elbow. <laughs> they had. <laughs> they uh, spent. They apparently spent t- uh, two hundred thousand dollars. He had the wristwatch on his bicep but then he had a watch on his wrist as well they, <laughs> so they, they, they had to invent CG for that purpose <laughs> they decided to erase the one on his wrist that's why he's that's why he's in every James Cameron film Cameron owes him a great debt for inventing CG <laughs> <laughs> that's never been uh, used better actually um, so yeah they start Jackie starts killing off the family, but it's all hallucination too. Well, there, there's a thing that because we were excited when the son died, like we were yeah. like, "I hope he's dead." I'm like, "Oh shit, he's, he's dead now!" Because you see him face down on bed, and the whole thing with the kid is that he's been ripping off these companies, but he's also been rocking out in his room with his Walkman, mm-hmm. listening to yeah. Kiss and fucking around in front of Guns N' Roses posters. But that's something. That was a motion Reddit- capture performance. <laughs> it worked out great. <laughs> Looks perfect. In, in the in the beginning, there's another Freddy thing where in the dream, Janky, you know, hits Lance in the chest uh-huh. with the cleaver, right. and Lance wakes up and he's got a cut that gets worse throughout the movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then people notice it. It's like he's getting bleeding. slashed by Freddy's glove and then waking up and seeing exactly. the slash marks. So there's yeah, there's and like then it a turns into video drone, but it doesn't go all the way because they cut it out. It's like it's like Brian James has invaded his. Or, Jenkins invade his reality for real. Even though he's yeah. having these hallucinations, it Bro- really is affecting him in, in a real, very real way. Broken the barrier yeah. between dreams, hallucinations, and reality. Make, it make, is a lot like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Because so. <laughs> I'm often disappointed and sad <laughs> when I watch them as well. But yeah, the whole pregnancy thing when there's a f- there, like she's like a full full man is in her belly, a full Jenkins in her belly. I guess that's what it is, right? Well, she's she's Baby in her Jenky. bedroom. Janky belly. Yeah. Yeah, it's one it's of my the, favorite candy shops. It's the she, big uh, big well, shower scene. I know you said that she's in her bedroom, but we they never established that that's her room. That's true. <laughs> you don't know if it's a, the guest room, it could be <laughs> could be the cat room. He could be hallucinating an entire room that doesn't exist in his house. Yeah. Like, I don't know how. I mean, we we've established he doesn't know where his wrist is. <laughs> that may be the kitchen. <laughs> Nobody knows where the fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say nobody nobody knows where the fucking cat is this entire movie either, and they constantly is there a cat looking in that. There's a cat in the box at the end, a little chapel. I remember or... it's missing for the entire film. That's right. And then there was there is a scene when the cat's dead, right? Or is am I thinking of Pet Cemetery? Mm-mm. You're right. The cat shows up. Uh, some, I'm mixing somebody, up my masterpieces. Somebody holds up the cat, and it's all chewed up but that's, up. that's a dream yeah uh, someone at some point says the line and I don't have any context I just I just wrote it down they say an, an, an electricity of evil yeah yeah that, that's, that's, that's the, the science theory. guy the guy's theory the about guy. that, that happens why. in the uh, in the apartment before Janky shows up and right, after he sa- he, right after that he says I'm unemployed <laughs> I got three good runs. This Deep Star Six. And I love Prince how of the darkness. cat. What the cat has subsisted on? What in the box in the basement for it's weeks? Vinny. Box of, <laughs> box of Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> they only got the top half of Vinny that they took out of the basement. 
the rest mad was... that Vinny was slipping the stones to your daughter. <laughs> slipping the stones. Slipping them stones. And then, uh, so obviously it all leads to this giant confrontation. Mm-hmm. That sucks as well. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> you get you, Andrew gives you as a gift. You can uh, be nicer. He like you like it, right? I do. I have fun with it. I, think I, it's, I have fun with it too. I think it's enjoyable. Yeah. I think it's got a ton of great overacting. Mm-hmm. Just them pushing as far and as fun as they can with the material they're thrown. Yeah, it's got a really good energy. Really good. Just eh, I don't want to say over the top, but it's just it's so uh, I don't know. I don't know what what would you what would you say how how does it come off watching it as a schlocky horror movie with just them going all in? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's a it, it's a fun mess. I, yeah. I think so. You know, Hendrickson like we've established is great. He's always fun to watch. Brian James is fun in this. Like he's being crazy the whole time. He must have mm-hmm. had a blast doing this role. That was his favorite. Was his favorite role? Yeah, yeah. That was. My man's in Blade Runner. What the fuck? Yep. This over Leon. Yeah, don't that, be... Over, over 48 Hours, over fucking Tango and Cash. That's right. <laughs> over just, Crime Wave. And this is this couldn't have been... Over Cabin Boy. This couldn't have been a great experience. I mean, obviously, they had a director that got fired. They they had a script that was a nightmare. <laughs> like, But he must have... Like, <laughs> a movie just, that was going to be House 3. I mean, they just really yeah. shit all but over they themselves. Must have, he must have enjoyed his scenes because he got to be so over the top. Well, I, I, think, I think they got to just, you know go as far and as big as they could and just have as much fun as they wanted to. Mm -hmm. But also, apparently, he got a really good relationship out of it with uh, Kane Hodder, who was doing all the stunts in the movie, who would put on the coat and be Brian James whenever it was Brian James going through a window or him going over a railing, which almost went bad. Mm -hmm. That almost uh, broke uh, Kane Hodder up pretty pretty rough because he somersaults when Janky gets knocked over a part of the boiler room mm-hmm. and he does an extra flip and it nearly uh, either broke his neck or something like that. Yeah. But apparently it was fun on set. Yeah, a lifelong relationship with Kane Hodder and three bucks will get you a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm going to do a zoom in here that Kane Hodder actually died on set. <laughs> and did you hear about this? After that stunt, he actually died for a little bit. Really? Lance. Time of death, time of death, and he couldn't, he couldn't <laughs> see his watch. <laughs> and as he was trying to look at it, he tripped and onto Kane Hodder and brought him back to life. So I guess it. That's why they call it the Hodder Show. <laughs> but Brian James, like, there's, he was a strange actor. Like he, it's almost like he's a guy that shouldn't have been an actor. Hmm. He's just a strange somehow, somehow dude. Somehow it worked out. But he just, he was very um, memorable in all his films. Yeah. Because like, he, he, just, he was just a strange, strange dude. He looked like a regular guy. <laughs> yeah, like a, <laughs> no, a regular no. disgusting guy. <laughs> like, a, like he looked like a regular rat that had human features. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Brian James. Yep, yep. But great, uh, great death in the but enemy really, mind. you know, he's one of those guys that would have worked forever. I, he, he, he died. Mm-hmm. He died early, obviously. Uh, you uh, know, heart attack. Yeah. Some some cardio issue, cardiovascular something took him out. He was like heart, in his early sixties. No, no, early fifties. Early fifties. Yeah. Maybe because that mid fifties. That was late nineties, early two thousands. But he, when he, but he had passed. He wasn't one of those guys that would have worked forever. Like he, mm-hmm. he was, he was, 
he was very memorable in movies. You oh, know? Fifth and Element. I mean, he was iconic. President or something? Wasn't he, he had a big role? Uh, uh, general. He's, yeah. he's one of the guys who uh, comes and gets uh, Bruce Willis back in action. Mm-hmm. And he gets put in a fridge. Oh, it happens. Yeah, yeah. He would have, you know, but he would have kept going all the way into his great years. People like working with, with him, and yeah, um, and I guarantee they didn't do him in the in memoriam. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, they skip skipped everybody. the greats. Um, you fucking wanker! B R I O N. That is that's one guy that his name Brian James that didn't have to change his name to something else because there was another Brian James already because his his name is fucked up. Brian James. Brian, B- I've never seen it spelled that way. Well, the John unique. Brian, the composer, spells his last name like right, that. Right, his last name. Yep. Uh, so, so do we have anything else? Like it, it ends. It ends like we need to tell that's the story. It, I guess it's well. Kinda... They, they they pull Janky uh, out of the uh, spirit world using electricity. That's the whole gag. Is that they gotta charge him with a million volts or something like that so he can be human again and get shot to death. I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't really understand it. Is there like a, a little stinger? Is there some some sort of a like little nudge at the end? I don't remember how it ends. That he's actually made it or something. Is there any of that? that there's the laugh at the very That's end right. of the credits. That's right. There's the. <laughs> well, so he might return. He right? could. He could. He won't. I wish. I wish he could. They never Not made. Out. They never made a sequel to this other than House Four. Chad uh, William Kackenbach. Yeah. So if you uh, were. Uh, if you were in this story, if you had been subcutaneously integrated into the seminal horror show, what would your actions consist of? Such a good question. Cleaning up the diner kitchen? Because <laughs> it's completely I'd, clean in the second hand, half when it comes through. I'd be obsessed with finding out if that was Dee Dee or a body double. No. Because the, there's, the a, there's shower a naked overhead. times, and there's no way that's really Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Don't see the face. It's all, it's all from the top down. You don't think so? God damn it. It's thirsty work. Figuring that, that shit so out. That, that's how you'd inject yourself into the, into the story? I just would find out. It wouldn't be creepy. I'd be the boiler fire. <laughs> <laughs> Can I claim that character? Yes. That had a very large role. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be the uh, clothes rack? That they cut to well, twenty five hundred yeah, times. Can I ask you? Do you think was the boiler haunted? Was it a was it a dangerous boiler? <laughs> it wouldn't shut. Was it working right? <laughs> <laughs> was it well? If you watch the end, end credits, you see them carting the boiler off in cuffs. <laughs> do you guys? I, I mean, I don't go to my basement. Like, is there is there typically like a a raging fire, an uncontrollable raging fire coming out of shit. Slipping the stones to with, the rest of the house. With a giggle. <laughs> Door wide open, slams open. Why is my furnace laughing at me again? Yeah. And shining poltergeist light on me and knocking me across the room into stairs. So what would the fast food tie-in? Oh yeah, fast food tie-in for this one. Maybe uh, Blimpies. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Year round. <laughs> what is this Thanksgiving? Yeah, we are. Uh-huh. Why do you go with Boston Mark Marcus so much? Oh, they have that horror show tie in this morning. <laughs> Cannot eat enough Brian James. <laughs> Start with the Brian James head first, eat that, and then the rest. <laughs> 
only gets better from there. Stop playing with your food, but it's Brian James. <laughs> um, I would do. A I'll cold tell your mother. I'll tell you about my mother. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what would you? What would your fast food? Do you have an idea for a fast food tie-in for this? I don't know. I was thinking Blimpies, but instead Jankies. That's not just, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Deep, deep fried human parts, well, all around. That, no, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, ma- you, maybe somewhere that I could serve a head of some scientist that tries to give me vital information of the plot that just starts screaming and then explodes. Little blue plate special. Something. So you'd say turkey. I was going to say Boston Market, but I'm also <laughs> thinking cannibalism. What yeah. about Mc McDa- McDendrickson's? <laughs> a big McDonald's takeover. <laughs> Somehow it's Hendrickson, the McDendrickson, yeah. yeah. and and Ronald. It's Ron McDonald, yeah. but he's got these weird lines down his cheeks. Um, just sunken in salad. What would I do? What would be a good one? What are some fast food restaurants that we haven't uh, utilized lately? Mrs. Winners. <laughs> <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel. Jank in the box. you were to isolate one thing from this film oh we know what you're gonna say <laughs> you don't know that <laughs> Wait, would it be the turkey yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> be, would that would that be your wilson i guess would turkey it? oh i'd love to have that turkey a talking turkey that's actually if i had one piece of film <laughs> like memorabilia ever the, I, that'd be it more than rosebud prop. more than the armature of King Kong. More than Vincent Schiavelli's decapitated yeah, head. Yeah, more than the Ark from Raider. I mean, it would be uh. that fucking turkey. <laughs> <laughs> that's one. Of, I mean, that's the thing. There's so many movies that in existence. So, and you can't. Not all of them are going to survive. And not all, nobody's going to remember stuff. You have to at some point. You got to make those hard choices. <laughs> and uh, somebody signed off on that design, by the way. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's camera ready. <laughs> That was in the golden era of special effects. Who uh, who did the effects on this? Who did the uh, Ray Charles? Creature? Makes sense. I don't know. I was mean, it Buchler? Was it was somebody? I wonder if that. You know, I people know. keep people do keep props, I right? So. I want to. I want to point blame if it was KMB or if, well, we uh, found out that um, Kevin Yeager was selling a bunch of effects stuff okay. from Chucky and from Bill and Ted and from Dream Warriors. And it's a it's a thing. I mean, you can get them at conventions. Yeah. You can get them direct from the source if they have an online site, storefront stuff like that. Yeah, so. Nick's, Nick's on eBay right now. He's he's typing <laughs> in Brian James Turkey. Uh, you're not too far off. <laughs> <laughs> who who did that janky turkey? Yeah. I want it. Beef, well, jan- beef janky. I'm still trying to think of my fast food thing, but the, yeah. what would you take when, to to, to an island from this film? Oh, what would you What would you covet, or what would you want to possess? The the dialogue, just all the lines committed to memory forever between Lance and Brian. 
James is from that, this movie. Would that be? Is that just how just, you would kill yourself? Is that just what you're to tell? On the <laughs> just to tell myself until I boil to death. Instead of jumping like, like <laughs> into the ocean, you would just <laughs> drive yourself mad by. I know the lines <laughs> from horror show. Well, the the last one that I wrote down for my notes. Mm. I've got you and your family, you stupid fuck. And it's just the whole movie. Is that it's Henriksen that says that? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, family man. He does a twist. He has he has Max Jenkins' family is like. I really, I really think Brian James is kind of pushing a little, uh, a little Stallone in some of the way his uh, deliveries are in this. Yeah, it's just you know it's sharp. It's real fun. Howard Berger. Howard Berger did the effects. That's that would be my actually can be to the effects that would can be, be. Yeah. yeah that would be my tie-in Burger King I'd get I'd have the Howard Burger yeah nailed it <laughs> I nailed that it's turkey a little burger. late but I nailed it so the, he would keep the dialogue you would keep the turkey um I might keep the van full of chili but oh, the, the boiler the boiler's still open that's a smart choice yeah the, the van full of chili <laughs> um just come on down here. Amaretto when you I would take I think I would take um the the wife. We haven't talked about her. Miss Miss Taggart. She's awful. I think she would make a good friend on that <laughs> island. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she seemed like she had a good head about her, she was nice. She dimes him out. She sends him off in cuffs. She believes that he might have killed Vinny. Straight, straight arrow, straight shooter. Straight shooter. She rats on the director on the on the people that got fired. That's true. That's true. She she's throwing everybody she, under the I bus. Mean, let's, let's let's not play games. If you're gonna take one woman from the movie with you on your island, it's mm-hmm. gonna be Brian James and drag. It's gonna be. That's what a friend. Oh, but <laughs> if uh, if what about a one? What about a no armed partner? <laughs> <laughs> Brian James and Southern Comfort. I'd be like, hey, best. did you catch? Hey, one, hey, no armed partner. You don't think he had any arms? I think it was. I think it was. He was armless. I would say, did you catch any fish today? We're fucking starving. As I did my best. <laughs> I did my best. Oh no, the moon's coming out. Hold me. <laughs> I guess you could try to float out your way off the island on him. That might work. Little little Swiss Army man. Um, armless man. Swiss armless man. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would. I mean, I would take the watch I'd have to right because I mean (laughs) if it can go that big if it can go around your bicep I mean how is it going to get small enough to go on your wrist you know what I'm saying like (laughs) double fold over was it like a very elastic band I mean it's just like it seems like a material that's something great movie great movie it's a lot of fun 